0: Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. I'm Beatrice Murad, and today I'm joined by Michelle Anderer. Hello. And John McKenna. Hi, everybody. In this podcast, we will be speculating what will happen in Shira Season 2, which drops on April 26th. Continuing our series of Shira discussions, you can listen to all our previous coverage of Shira and the Princesses of Power, including our Catchadora podcast, our Shira Mythology podcast, and our Shira Queer Representation podcast, by subscribing to our Shira-specific iTunes feed or the Overly Animated YouTube channel. You can also find us on Spotify, which is also new listen to us on spotify it's it's so great the interface is wonderful um you can find out more about this podcast at overlyanimated.com you can subscribe to us on itunes at overlyanimated.com/itunes on spotify or on youtube at youtube.com/overlyanimated um note we uh this season is this new season's only 7 episodes its title is going to be season 2 but it's basically season 2 part 1 um if you want to go into it without any information i suggest skipping this podcast um, we will be discussing the trailer that dropped, the WonderCon footage, and some of the, like. if anyone, if, like I did watch the panel, so in some of the interviews, so I could throw in some random things that maybe you won't want to know if you want to go in, like, clean without any information. But alright, so, before we dive into what we think is going to happen, let's go over what we know is going to happen. Let's talk about the this trailer that dropped a couple weeks ago. So, what did you guys think? What were your thoughts when you saw this trailer? Were you excited? Were you, like, give me your reactions to it, uh, Michelle.
1: Uh, I was excited. I mean, I feel like the trailer did the smart thing where it didn't give too much away, but clearly there was a lot going on but it was ambiguous situations enough that you could try to piece together from like oh an outfit change or a location change you're like oh princesses working together so like i guess they must be doing things behind the scenes more now but there's still like not a ton concrete there but i like that because that means you know we'll be going in fresher with less expectations because we won't know as much already so i'm definitely hyped for it and i also like just I feel like the the downtime between these two seasons was so short that I'm still, like, fully amped for this <laughs> to happen. And I'm just really excited it's so close now. Right, right. John, what about you?
2: I think the me- takeaway I got from the trailer was it felt like there was a little bit more intensity with this season. And I think that's going to suit the show extremely well. I was when i when i saw season 1 in the originally back in november and i did a, i just did a quick rewatch now what i sort of felt was like at the beginning of the first half of the season it didn't sort it sort of took a while to get its footing going but then like the last 5 episodes from like princess prom forwards it really started to come into its own you now you could feel the, you could feel the stakes rising you could feel the the adrenaline going and you felt like it was we were starting to get into a really good position where we left off so the fact that it's sort of keeping up that pace keeping up that tone that I noticed in the trailer. We didn't really again we didn't see that many that many big reveals. I think there was the I think it was the trailer, the Hey Cat the Hey Catra moment or was that the trailer?
0: No, that I think was okay. a WonderCon clip.
2: Okay, never mind then. Um but but yeah I did think that it's 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 sort of the same. We're getting more character development, I guess. And yeah, and I think most people could watch the trailer and feel and feel generally excited about the uh, April twenty sixth coming around and us getting Potentially a very upbeat, uh, high st- higher stakes season.
0: Yeah, that that sounds about right. I I agree with everybody. I will say I maybe it's because I recently saw like the Star Wars trailer and that had like a very big thing <laughs> right at the end. That kind of changes things like completely in that franchise. So then I was kind of like I'm just very used to the for these kind of action adventure fantasy kind of stories. I'm used to like the trailer having like a hook, a little thing where it's like mm-hmm. mind-blowing but it's still like very vague where you can like go crazy with theories. Whereas with this, I didn't necessarily get that. I loved what we saw, but it was kind of like it just felt like a continuation of where we left off, which is what it should be. It didn't give us any it didn't give anything away, but I got more of like that kind of spark and excitement for the new season. With the WonderCon clips than they did with the actual yeah. trailer. And mm. I feel like I had they done something, because again, th- those clips, it's not necessarily like they gave a lot away. Um, but, you know, I feel like they could have used some of that as like the stinger for the trailer. that I feel like the trailer just lacked a stinger. But that's more on marketing than the actual show. Um, but yeah, but there are a few things. There are some hints in the trailer. They do give some things away that I do want to get into. I feel like we're going to get a focus on Scorpia. Like, I feel like just from the trailer, like right. there's just more, yeah. there's a more emphasis. On, we didn't get a lot of Entrapta. We got a lot of Scorpia. So I don't know if that, what that means is that they're holding and trapped off because there's a lot happening with her. Or if it's that this season or at least this part one of season two is going to be a lot. Scorpia focus which I'm like excited about but what do you did you guys get that same feeling and if so do you like that direction they're taking
1: I'm Michelle I didn't really I mean <laughs> I guess I didn't notice the lack of Entrapta but I think I, I kind of did have a little bit tunnel vision just for Scorpio <laughs> I just really really like her so anytime she's on the screen it's just like oh, such a delight and that's the nice thing about getting fan footage it's because when we were watching those clips like all the like fan reactions yeah. and squeeing like added like a yeah. tenfold to the experience because they like they love her so much and yeah. it's so blatant and it just, like, makes you gush. Like, yeah, she's very beloved in the fandom and I'm so happy about that. But, I mean, I'm sure Entrapped is gonna be a big part of this season. Like, from what we've seen in those clips, yeah, they 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 just found out she was alive still and now they assume that she's being held against her will so it's gonna be <laughs> it's a close. huge wake-up call for them yeah. when they learn the truth and then, like, what's gonna happen? Like, isn't Entrapta even gonna wanna go back to the princesses or not? I mean... That I feel like that's gonna be a, a huge plot point. So maybe you're right, um, Beatrice, in that like we're we're seeing more Scorpio now just because like there aren't as high stakes with Scorpio this part of the season. <laughs> well, as Well, <Scorpio>. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. What about you, John?
2: Uh having in there, I do like Scorpia. I thought she was pretty good in the first season. Uh having her l- a little bit more prominent leads me to believe that the we're go- the sort of vi- the villain side is going to be catra and scorpia focused for the most part mm-hmm. i think they're going to be we're going to see them more as like a team and as a tandem uh scorpia i do i the only, my only concern with scorpia is that she is sort of the comedic foil and i'm i'm going to be interested to see how well they play that off they, they play her off as both a serious villain while still maintaining her comedy because i think that's is that is her best feature so it's not hard to see why Scorpia is a fan favorite. Like you, like I loved her energy. I loved her enthusiasm, and she is a hugger, which is always, which always a <laughs> source of comedy, uh, much to Katra's dismay, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, I do think that she's gonna. It's clear that she's gonna be a more prominent role going forward. We might get some asides with her elsewhere, and yeah, I think it's, I think it's gonna be an interesting choice for the show to make.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Well, moving on from them, we do see. Something else that's actually really interesting, which is we see Katra in winter gear. Like, we see them in the snow. We see her in winter gear, yeah. which also very cutely, like, resembles, like, a mane, like a lion mane, which is, like, <laughs> adorable. I'm like, of course it does. Um, <laughs> but so does this mean we're going to the kingdom of snows? We're, it's going to be under attack? I mean, for a long time it was neutral until the very end of the epi- of the final episode of season one. Like, are we going to... See some repercussions, we're going to see some some um, outfit changes, and we're going to see them in the snow. Like, winter is coming, y'all! <laughs> <laughs>
2: was, it, was it the Whispering Woods still frozen at the end of season one, or has I mean, that, that been might fixed? might
0: be. that might I, be true, too. I, hmm, I, I don't, don't remember. remember. I mean, because I remember, like, you know, it was like the big rainbow, so I'm assuming yeah. it, I remember it, like, healed everything. So maybe uh, it, it, it's... it's thawed uh, Yeah, dethawed Probably. Maybe. Possibly. It
2: that- could just be seasonal change, too.
0: It could be. I don't know if, if if uh, the whispering words are are more like um, the northeast, or they're more like Florida. That just doesn't change. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. But um, but yeah, some other really cool points from the trailer. We see Adora training with Light Hope, which I thought we were done with Light Hope for a little bit because you know she was like learn to let go, and Adora like
1: said no basically. No. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we with that? I don't know.
2: I feel like. With going back to Light Hope, I think Ador. Well, this one thing Adora does appreciate from her horde upbringing is that the is the emphasis on training. I do think that she does take that very seriously. So I, I it is no surprise to me that she would go back to Light Hope and and try to learn as more that she can about She-Ra, especially with the stakes sort of slightly cooler than it was later on in the first season. And here's the thing: she does sort of need to because it was left on a kind of a vague note to begin with. Like we got some of. Her back we got some of Shira's backstory but we still don't really have too much about Adora herself so right. I do think that there is so I think going back to life hope having a train having more training sessions more learning sessions I think it makes sense like I think there is more there that needs to be revealed that should be revealed in season two so um right. I think that I think as long as it's not like just a gigantic 30 minute training montage i I think that it's net I think it's very necessary because there are still a lot of mythology and backstory questions that need to be answered soon
1: totally totally yeah yeah i agree because like that's kind of light hope's whole purpose right she she's the only one who knows about the ancient ones and the technology and how that presumably ties into the whole she-ra thing plus adora she's by no means mastered being she-ra from the end of the series season finale so like of course she's gonna need training i mean we even saw like when her using that whip thing she was like yeah. why don't you work the way I want?" So like she's getting new weapons now that she also doesn't know how to use very well yet so it's gonna be like a, a huge learning process so i feel like we'll definitely hopefully see more of that for it to be believable that eventually she does master stuff right. we have to see her struggle to believe the payoff right totally.
2: and, yeah and and quite frankly i don't think she'll become a master at this until the end of the end of this arc which might be the end of this sh- which also might be the end of the show but it, it'll be it's important to see the see the growth and i think it's a yeah growth. it's a long-term investment and it's going to be you know she's going to make mistakes she's gonna fly off the handle we've seen the light hope in season one did talk about what happened with mara when she did let certain emotions cloud her judgment it did cause huge distress for etheria so it's going to be as much about it's gonna be as much about not only her learning her own powers as much as it is to make sure she could both contain contain her remote contain both contain her emotions, but also staying true to her friends and staying true to her mission. And that is it is difficult. Like go we can go back to last air lavatar last airbender. That was a big point in uh, book two, uh, when he was talking when Ang was talking to the guru. So I think we could be, we could see something very similar to that.
1: That's a really good point. And I've been thinking a lot about Mara. And I think one thing to keep in mind is like friendship's such a huge part of the story. And it kind of seems like kind of counterproductive to the She-Ra's of the past almost. Because like a part of that whole like let go thing, right? Like there's not room for you to have friends you you just kind of do your own thing with all this power and it's up to you to make all the right decisions all the time and to shoulder that responsibility as one person and i feel like what i hope happens is that adora is able to just be like no Bo and Glimmer and me and the rest of the princesses, our team, we're gonna handle this as an entire unit. It's not all just on me. I'm not gonna shoulder the whole thing. I'm gonna listen to them. And that might be kind of opposed to what Light Hope is used to or wants the door to do. But I feel like that could be a really interesting direction. Cause like, again, like Mara, if she if she couldn't handle it, maybe it's because she was all alone and like who could handle. All that pressure and responsibility right. with nobody else to help out. Right. So I wonder, but that's the thing I've I've been thinking about for a while now. I feel like it, something's gonna have to give there,
0: right? I mean, I mean, it is gonna be interesting. I do hope that it's that 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 Adora does make that choice where she makes the choice and she's like, "No, I'm going to go against what you're telling me. I'm going to do it this way." But I do think it'd be really interesting if if she if, if she does like if she fails at some point if she makes oh, yeah. that choice and she fails but then in spite of it but being like no but that's still the right path to go on even if i can't nail it 100% of the time does that make sense like i need to mm-hmm. see like totally. I, I basically i i want to see them suffer a bit more <laughs> than just i i want that i want her <laughs> to really think about like okay like every choice has consequences just like the choice of like going on my own has oh my
1: god do you think someone's going to die that's the consequence. I, I mean, maybe. But wait, wait what would someone dying, what would the consequence of that be for, like, oh, having other people with her? Yeah, but like, yeah. we've seen that a lot, though, right? We do see so that So many a lot. protagonists are like, you can't help out or know anything about my plans because I don't want you to be in danger. Like, I feel like that's always the dumbest that choice. Is- it's so because cheesy. Because not, people not knowing anything is going to put them in way more but danger see, than telling them
0: knowing But this on. is what I'm saying. I don't mean that she should lie and keep people under, no. like, people hidden. I'm saying, like, she's going to make the choice, like, no, we need – I mean, we kind of saw it when a trapta got, quote-unquote, killed. But it's, you know, that yeah. choice of, like, no, I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with a team. I'm not going to do this alone. And then by choosing going with a team, it's not that she's choosing I'm going to keep things hidden. It's – there, I need, I need, I, I want there to I, be a price for I, both I, choices. I want I, her like I need Adora to suffer as one of I feel like <laughs> sure
2: after she just will. after season one, though, I would feel like that'd be very out of Adora's character, though, because when she needed to do something alone, which is to visit Light Hope toward the end of season one, she was out front and said, "This is something I have to do alone," and Glimmer and Bo respected it. So I don't think it would be mm-hmm. so it would be sort of, of a for her to all of a sudden keep things secret unless yeah. it's. Unless it's something very major, like a possibly a confrontation with Katra, where it has to be those two, which you know is certainly possible. I mean that it's happened once before; it could very well happen again. But I do feel like Adora knows about the importance of being with the Princess Alliance, knows the importance of her friends, and although it could, I think there are going to be some risks of some potentially bad solutions. Like I, I agree with you, Beatrice. I do kind of want to see her, you know, get have a stumbling block get something wrong i I don't know if i'd say suffer but you know it has go like go through a very tough choice where there might not be any good answer like they may have to sacrifice a town or a, a city or even a kingdom because if they didn't then everything would be lost for example
0: like and again, I didn't never said that I wanted her to lie to anyone. I'm just saying that the, <laughs> you want the,
1: there to be reasonable stakes, right? I want that on both
0: sides because the thing yeah. is, she, because by the end of season one, she chose the friends, you know, Right. like mm-hmm. that's how it ends. It's she chose friends, but we have like several seasons, so I'm like, okay, well then, now what? Now, like now, okay, you have chose your friends, but now it's like you're gonna face the reality of like, okay, well, this is what comes with not go not being that kind of cliched solo hero this is now this is like now this is the cool uncharted territory we have of like the story of like we're not gonna have that like hero that suffers on their own we're gonna have the everybody work together but things are not gonna go great and i'm curious to see what's gonna happen with that right yeah for sure um but yeah but speaking of backstories um one thing that's also we saw a lot more of in the trailer was hordak and it's been confirmed by Noel in the panel that we're gonna get his backstory and see who he is as a
1: person. i mean if he if he is what? a person, I still don't know if he's a person. I- on but. my list of priorities, that's, like, definitely <laughs> below zero. Hordak's backstory. Well, I mean, I, I <laughs> mean granted, it's, it might not be, like, the, like, it probably won't
0: be, like, entire, or at least I hope it's not an entire Hordak's episode. Hordak's
1: tragic to Hordak. backstory. You know,
0: unless, you know, unless Hordak is, like, may, maybe maybe Noel's going to be like, you say that now, but, like, by the end of the season, he's going to be your favorite that's character. glimmer's
2: like, dad.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, who knows? Oh, There's if so so many I crack potentials. Dad, no. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> be no.
2: it being Glover's dad would be great. Glimmer, I your am theory? your father. Is that
1: like Play a with my a weird fandom, gremlin no? animal.
2: I don't know, but I actually, I actually like, I actually like the fact that Noel said that though, because if Lord Hordeck really is the mastermind behind the horde, uh, some of his backstory will be important because we. Because we didn't really get a lot of him in season one. In fact, he was uh, he was almost a non-entity. So the, the lack of excite, so the lack of excitement Michelle expressed is complete is completely fair. Because again, to how many of us really cared about Hordak in season one? Not many.
1: Sam Weaver was way more prominent than yes. he was.
2: Right? Yeah, way more prominent, way more menacing. Uh, and uh, but uh, but the fact but also we have to go back to the go back to the note that Catra is a lot closer to Hordak, so in a sense we're going to get more Hordak to begin with. And if we are getting more Hordak because Catra is now a second in command, it will pay to know why he's con- why he's targeted Ethereum directly to be added to the Horde's Empire. Why he wanted to why he wants to add to the Horde's Empire, and just sort of take getting him sort of out of the role of just the big the big bad that does big bad things because he's big bad, and actually give him some complexity.
1: Plus, like, that's going to influence Catra's motivations moving forward, too. And if she finds something really empathetic about his tragic backstory, that's going to move her to do certain things. And if she's kind of like, wow, I don't know if I want to be quite like you... I, how am I gonna maneuver this gray area? Like, I think either way, it's gonna be interesting from Castro's perspective. Absolutely. So, yeah, and, I'm excited and, to
2: see that. And her and and in her new role as second in command, and we've already seen that she has a real even this, and we already saw that she does have a real hesitancy to really kill Adora or really commit a lot of harm to, her, at least until the end. Mm-hmm. So it when the so if those two uh, those two interests she has begin to clash, like how does she how does she respond to where she? Because here's the thing, I don't believe that Catra really wants to hurt severely hurt severely harm Adora. Even if she even if she swears her off swears her off completely, I think that that would become that's gonna become a really big crutch point. And and if Hordak is asking her to do all these things, and she can't really just say no or disobey right. him, he's Hordak. She's Shadow Weaver. Like Catra was Catra was gonna Katra would probably try to screw over Shadow Weaver in any event, and she would go disobey her and just be and flippin' nonstop nonsense because she didn't respect her. It's different now. He's the big boss.
0: Yeah, totally. Well I will speaking of Shadow Weaver, where do you where do you guys see her in this season? Like are we even gonna see Shadow Weaver in season two?
1: I think at least a little bit, but I think she's definitely gonna be kind of like laying low, just sucking up that gem juice, trying to stay alive. I mean yeah. I could see, you know, as Catcher glows grows closer to Hordag, it could be a situation where Shadow Weaver's like, oh well like Be careful, like, I know stuff about him, or, like, you think he likes you now, but, like, just wait, he might throw you aside if you start to, like, do things he doesn't want. I mean, she might have some kind of weird wisdom to impart to Catcher about Hordak, because she was in the position Catcher was now for years, so, I don't know. Yeah, very true, very true. (sighs)
2: Uh, I think she, I think she's going to play a, a reduced role, maybe in almost in the Catra role, almost where she's trying to screw over uh, Catra because mm. Catra effectively bounced her from Hordax inner circle, took over, took took on more responsibility, and she may be trying to exact her revenge. I'm not sure really if I would love to see Shadow Weaver in this reduced role, to be honest, because I thought because it, I think it will be such a big downturn for the cat. It's such a big downturn for the character, and I wonder if you know you could put if that's a good vehicle for a. Uh, Cause I, I just remember, like Lorraine Toussaint's voice work was just brilliant when she had right. that command of power and authority. It'd be, I'm not quite sure if it's going to work when she's, you know, you know, on the bomb and flailing around and flailing around, and I'm not sure how that would necessarily fit with, I think, some of the other things they might be trying to do.
0: See, but I don't, I don't think she's as powerless as you think she is. Cause remember, she was the one who raised Adora and Ketra. so I do think she does have some. She still has some emotional power over them in some capacity. So I don't know if 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 I would if necessarily I, she's going I think she still is gonna be able to carry some sort of influence and power in and I won't be able to like mock it because I think she does I think mm. given the history with she and how she's tied with these two characters arguably the most like uh kind of the pivotal characters of the story I think they're still left for her I think I don't know if we're gonna get it this season especially given the the shortness of it but i i wouldn't i wouldn't call her out as gone yet
1: can or we like talk about gone? why is the season so short i mean i think w- what was dreamworks it's, decision no is
2: it no it's, it's it's the same length but they're just cutting it in half right
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's the it's more because remember when you said the beginning, Michelle, how it's coming so soon after the first season, right? Yeah. Well, it's because of that. It's they want instead of um, waiting until they're done with the entire season, they want to give you more content, and they just kind of break it up so you get it more often, but it's shorter batches.
2: Now, I actually okay. I actually was hoping that we could like discuss that a little bit, because I remember when Dragon Prince came back very quickly. Actually, it came back about six months after season one of the of that show came right. out. So she so was on a very similar attack. But I remember when I was reading um, Mr. Volpe's Twitter account and he had said that, you know, we had to work weekends. We work at long hours. I'm not sure I really want that for either that or this show where it's like where it feels like they're putting in overtime to crank these out because i like the idea i guess because i don't know for me it's like i don't mind waiting a full year for a new season if it means that they're you know taking their time you know working like rational human beings having you know eating food going to sleep having weekends where they're not doing this so i am i would i do get a little concerned about the whole idea of pushing out a new season this quickly them splitting it in half might it's probably a good balance because it might have might have taken the pressure off a little bit they're getting the seven episodes done now and they have the and they have the they have some time to work on the last like five and six or seven or so so which could then entertain another question which is if is are we going to get sort of like a beginning middle end to the first half and the same structure for the second half or is it going to feel like still it should have been one long season right. anyway
0: well, I mean, two two points for what you just said. The first is, um with Dragon Prince, it the that second season did feel like we didn't really go anywhere. Mm. like nothing nothing huge happened. Like things happened. but I felt like there wasn't as big it, it was kind of slow. But again, it's that's a different show, and that's a different studio. We're talking mm. an indie studio versus DreamWorks studio, like a, a major animation studio. So, I mean, it's a little different. And I do and I I don't know how much um he's involved with because I know that Dragon Prince is also doing a video game tied to mm-hmm. it as well. So I don't know if that that's also included in this and if they're if they're involved with it. Like I just I don't wanna compare studios and their schedules and the way that they produce things because every company has a different kind of working environment. So i don't know and again i don't know the different budgets that's like that's asking for a lot of information like that's assuming yeah. a lot of information we don't have so i don't want to
1: that no that's fair i guess my question is so are there only two seasons that are currently greenlit for she is this the first mm. of two parts and then that's like it because that's the impression i've been getting since it Started and that feels like just I don't based off of the Phantom like amount and just like this I feel like this has so much potential for at least like you know four or five or six more seasons. Well, the well, money well, question and well, if it's yeah. like a toy selling question, so I hope well, they this is well, the they end. Have a,
2: well, they have well, Noella well Miss Stevenson has said that she has a fifty two episode plan. So there, is, right. so if we if, if we hash okay. the math out, that is four seasons uh i i don't know whether it's I not the
1: works then if they're right. gonna pick and, it up for that long
2: well, and and netflix of course
1: yeah yeah which
0: and I, and look the way it it the way it, the show has been received critically the way the fan the fandom has like really taken to it like i don't i'm not worried about Shira, if that makes sense like that she has never worried me from that perspective um I, I'm not, like, I, I, I don't know much about Voltron, but it seems like it's a very similar in size and scope in terms of just the reactions people have had to it, um, in terms of fandom. Like, I don't see, um, yeah, I any, any, I don't see any indication from, like, DreamWorks that it's like, oh, you need to watch this, like, you make sure to watch or make sure to tell your friends. Like, I've never seen that either from Noelle, either from anybody. Um, so, like, I, they don't, they don't appear to be nervous about, about being renewed if that right. makes sense like, it, right, like it'd, it'd be
1: so soon for them not to be renewed also right, the show like, just dropped months ago and not just that and not
0: know but being again animation takes a long time and they're in yeah. by the fact the fact that they broke it up is because they want to keep this momentum going right mm-hmm. they want to keep people talking they want to have content out as soon as possible so that the hype continues so i don't think that's a worry um and tr- trust me i as a fan of one day at a time, I know what it's like when oh, oh, show when a showrunner Ew. is scared about it, the show being canceled. I know the tricks, I know the behavior very intimately well. I've seen it in every season. She-Ra I don't think is in this in that I,
2: position. And, and and also if you think of, if you think it's only a four-season plan, maybe that's all Noelle even wants to do. Like I she has not said that out outright, but that is. Like it would seem a little silly to, you know, you you say she says she has a four season plan. You cut it off after the third season when things are not done yet. It's that would be egregiously unfair unless, you know, for some reason, seasons two and three, the show plunges in popularity, which I'm not entirely sure is going to happen. And actually, yeah, I don't think it's going to I think that. I think I feel like wor- the wor- worst case scenario and I hope I'm not jinxing anything like it's going to get its full force it's going to get the full 52 episode run th- that's Noel's original idea and then they're going to and then it's going to be do we want to make another arc out of this?
1: Right. That's going to be well, the that's, question. I mean, I feel like that's probably what happened to some other, like, I feel like that's kind of probably what happened to Steven. Cause I know like Rebecca, she kind of knew what she wanted for an ending from day one, but she was flexible with the timing of that, right. depending on how many seasons she would ultimately get. And I feel like <laughs> Noelle could be in a similar boat. She's like, well, I I know where I want it to go, and if you want it for more seasons, I guess, like, we can take our time with some other stuff, but, like, ultimately, it's going to end up here no matter how much you give me kind of deal.
0: I mean, not just that, but, I mean, there could be, you know, it could be, like, I I find it it, it, all in a show's right if, like, say, the showrunner tells their story, and then the show wants to continue, but then the showrunner goes, I'm okay, I don't want to continue, but you can find someone else to take it on and then they tell mm-hmm. like the next arc and it could keep going that way or- but that is way way yeah, ahead. yeah. like let's oh. yeah
2: th- this is that that's like we're planning six years ahead though yeah. um but but for C- season 2 I do I think the structure is this the structure of splitting it up in half is going to be interesting because season 1 was definitely meant to be seen 13 episodes all at once it'll be interesting to see how it'll be interesting to see if they if it's going to be the same sort of style of storytelling or it's going to be tailored with the split in mind.
0: I mean, like, for for instance, you mentioned how in the first, like, the last, say, five episodes, since prom to the end, that was when it really kicked in, right? Yes. For season one. Well, it could, like, I could see that as, like, where it broke, where it was like, okay, the first five, the first six, seven, whatever episodes happened, then break, then you have the prom and on, and then there. So I don't think, like, I think it... It could work in their favor in terms of like I think they've already shown that they that we can do these like small batches of like beginning middle end story batches and then we get another one that maybe it's not as long I mean sure it more chances for for like there's more risk for this for like setup to for like the setup episodes to drag there's more risk for more cliffhangers and feel like come on we just want answers but I mean I'll worry about that when. I when I see it not working at right. the moment, I have no reason to think it's not going to work. Yeah, to them. but um, one final thing of the trailer before we move on to what we've kind of mentioned them, but the panel clips. But I, this is a very important thing. Ketr,a hacks Shira's sword. Like, there's like an image where she's holding the sword,
2: <laughs> and nice. it has
0: like the red stones of the jet of the jewel power crystal thing. She hacked it. She's holding it and. What's going on? <laughs> any ideas? Any
2: And, and Trapta theories? got a hold of it again.
0: Oh, my God. And Trapta with a yeah, sword probably. is Yeah, <laughs> probably. Oh, no. Do you guys think that, do you, okay, do you think that maybe because She-Ra is connected to the sword now, do you think that Dora is going to be able to feel any type of, like, hacking or corruption that the sword experiences? Like, if the sword Ooh. gets corrupted, will Shira be corrupted?
2: Quite possibly. I mean, Girard was corrupted when they was when this happened last time. So. I mean, she
0: wasn't corrupted by someone else. So she was corrupted by her own like mental. Like Mara, what, the problem with Mara was
2: no, no, no. Internal. I meant I, I meant when she was in um, when they went to a this castle, and that's when oh. the virus hit the hit the sword. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Oh man. So that's that could that, that's a danger. That's something to think about, everybody. <laughs> I'd leave messages with your thoughts on what that means because um, that was like that I think that was the moment in the trailer that I got really excited I was like ooh now what's going to happen um, but let's move on to these panel clips Um, just very brief, very briefly Um, the war meeting which is basically the D&D episode that yeah. clip was precious that was it was great it had the puns and it had the 80s outfits
1: there we go yeah, that was lovely I was not expecting to ever
0: see those again and i mean maybe maybe michelle you're right when you said that it, hearing people react to it also made it that much more like exciting to see oh yeah I mean, the squeals everyone being like oh, oh. my god
1: and when like, the right lady like came out everyone like freaked out and oh, all those yeah. cat puns it was yeah. just uh. so good I, and
0: i just love the line delivery from adora just being like What and just throwing your arms (laughs) up in the air, just be like, what is this? And um and Bo with a mustache. Anytime you have Bo with a mustache, that's great. That's amazing.
2: Bo with, I love how this show is even though it's very much a unique. It's very much uh, Miss Stevenson's unique interpretation on the genre. I love how she still pays homage to and throws little bones to all the to all the '80s kitsch that the old show had. I absolutely, I absolutely love that. And giving Bo a mustache again, fantastic. (laughs)
0: Mustaches are great. They get very bad reps.
2: Um, but yeah. Who?
0: From From people in general. Somewhere society. Sam is cheering.
2: <laughs> as, as, a musta- as a mustache wearer, I find this very concerning and very alarming.
0: Yeah, though, is that not, like, I don't know, maybe it's, like, in the circles I've been around, but people tend to, like, the, like, I feel like all guys secretly want a mustache, but then they don't because society tells them not to, and I'm just like, no, embrace your inner mustache.
2: Notice it's, like, a lot of guys say they want a mustache, then they grow a mustache, they realize, Jesus Christ, I look terrible with a mustache, why did I think this was a good idea in the first place?
0: I mean, I just – I've gotten selfies from guys shaving and sending me pictures with them and their moustaches being like thoughts. And so I just – I'm telling you guys, if you want it, just wear it for yourself. Don't ask for val- validation from other people. <laughs> um, But yeah. So moving on, there's also the clip of this kind of like robot fight where uh, the trio, the baddies, they're like looking on and seeing how these robots are fighting with the princesses. Um, We see the lasso. Now, Michelle mentioned, and Adora being like, why can't you just be what I want you to be? But I like the lasso because it reminds me of Wonder Woman. All I needed yeah. was to blow. I was like, I'm down. Give her as much. I'm down with the lasso. But then the greatest moment was the hay catcher moment. I mean, that was like the highlight.
2: The crowd that went nuts.
0: Nuts. It was great. Um, But yeah, and it was really cool seeing the princesses work together. We're seeing kind of. We're going to see I feel like we're going to see a lot more dynamics between these princesses now that they're all together and united. They're a united front now. This I feel like this is when it's going to get really exciting now. Cuz um I oh, I like I love I I understand the need for the for the setup in like the first like half of season 1. That's why need it needed to be slow cuz you needed to world build um and give everyone the information they needed to be able to run with the plot. Um but now I'm really excited for all the humor, all the stuff that we've seen in these clips from WonderCon. It's like, oh, we're gonna have some fun. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's. the The other clips are pretty exciting. We got Glimmer and Katra finally interacting, which <laughs> is lovely. Yes,
2: Katra's Katra's grin is like perfect. Oh,
0: I see what you did
2: there. <laughs> I did. Was something- that
1: intentional? Oh, perfect! Oh, you get for watching that clip too many times.
0: <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's exciting, right? We're gonna finally we're gonna see Ketra interacting with the with the with the princesses, but not with Adora, which is like interesting. That's gonna be a very interesting dynamic. And I stand by the claim that Glimmer's the one that's gonna get through to Ketra.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm excited mm. to see them talk yeah and and also and also with and also we have to think about the show it's meant to be a, an ensemble cast so I'm glad that I'm, I would be very glad if we get the princesses interacting with each other without outside of just talking with adora it, and in a sense it actually does kind of build out the story a little bit too because when you have the side characters having good interactions, it overall does strengthen the atmosphere and the environment too. So I think if you get if we get those outside interactions those side character interactions, it will in general i think make the story make the story that much stronger when we can have that cuz not so that not everything is just pumped through adora
0: right right totally i mean i will say the this is the clip that made me a little worried because the whole like entrapta confusion from the characters. Yeah. Like, we know she's, she's, we know the betrayal. Like, we've already known. We've established this very early on. Like, I mean, we established this well into season one. We know it. Like, I just don't want this to last long. Like, I want, like, this to be over and done with within, like, the first three episodes. Like, I want them to find out that I'm Trapped to betrayed them. Like, she's alive. She's actually working with them. Like, I don't need this to be, like, I've seen shows, like, you know, like, really pull this along and, like, really stretch it out. And I don't need that.
2: And it, and it seems like... And also, when you think about the Entrapta circumstances, like, it didn't really take her much convincing to join the world. All you really basically did was show her a shiny thing. And she's like, ooh, shine, shiny thing. I, I can help you now. Yeah. Hey, I think you're both doing
1: Entrapta a service. I mean, what Katra told her is like, oh, well, they just left you behind to die, basically. And right. she was like, oh, okay, well um i guess i'm with you now like she doesn't know that they didn't intentionally leave her behind and they thought she was legit dead that's the issue there was a huge miscommunication on both sides
0: right and i don't disagree with you i'm just saying i I don't want
1: to drag out either but there's gonna be some drama it's definitely gonna happen
2: i mean i want the the drama
1: but i want it to be like the horde though
2: (laughs) You like know, the clips I, we saw, she's still with the horde too. So it's gonna well, they so it's let like, her
1: experiment okay. still, and on the first one's tech, which Adora definitely didn't want her to do because it <laughs> causes a lot of problems.
0: Right, right, totally. I mean, I'm just look, I'm all for the drama. I'm just saying, as like from my perspective as a viewer, I'm just like, okay, but can everyone like, like I don't mind the drama once. Everybody finds out what's really going on. I just want everyone to find out so that everyone's on the same page. And then have as much drama. Like, I don't want them to, like, forgive her immediately or whatever. But I do need everybody to, like, the miscommunication aspect, I want it to be done. I want it to be resolved within that episode. Because I don't like them extending that. Like, it's been a miscommunication thing for since the moment they thought she was dead. And we, we learned that she wasn't. So I'm just like it's been enough. It's been long enough. You got to resolve this. Like in terms of just everyone needs to know who's on whose side and deal with it. However, however positively or negatively they react, I need them to react and then we'll see we get where we go from there. Um but yeah, but the final clip from WonderCon, which was the one which was another highlight for me was Scorpia's clip which was lovely. Oh my god. But I didn't I didn't this was the clip that made me realize like I didn't realize before that Scorpio was
1: like in love with Katra.
0: like I didn't realize yeah! it,
1: it was very explicit. I mean, she said they were like souls bonded by the threat of fate or something <laughs> like she could just what? she
2: could she could just what? been overly dramatic, so. but yeah theres there's definitely not you could so. see some tension there,
1: not just that, but she's like, <laughs> my Isn't wild it? cat come I, on. Okay. yeah. Claiming ownership, my wildcat. Like, okay, that's like, not just <laughs> not Yeah, like friend. friends don't do that.
0: <laughs> Uh-oh. That was like, oh wow. Like, which puts like which makes me think, like, what this Noelle tweet that she did, it makes me think of it in in new ways, because now I'm just like, what is the Scorpio Catra ship name? Cause now I'm like, wait, is that a possibility? Like Scorpio
2: Cat? Tree it's Scorpter, right?
0: See, I feel like this, this is one of those instances. For
1: Catra, but I don't know if that would be good for Scorpio. See, this is, one of,
0: this is one of those instances where you can't mash up the names because it won't sound right. So you need to give them like, like a better name. Like you need to give yeah. them like their ship, letter, like Catfish Plums, or something. Plums and Charlie,
2: Plums and Charlie
0: Oh, um, yeah, but I mean, granted, um, scorpions aren't fish, but I don't know why I thought fish, but you know what I mean? Like, like, I don't know, like,
2: to, I I, I don't one, know. one of one of my one of my crack theories about ship names is if it's a if you can't combine the names into a good ship name, it's a bad ship. That's like one of one of my theories. No, like it, it's a dumb theory. I know, but it's like if, you, if it's not if it doesn't roll off the tongue or make a good Tumblr hashtag, is it really a, a ship worth shipping?
1: Well, yes! I mean it's the, like, yeah. the tongue? I don't I think the tang is the best. <laughs> it's not. It's terrible. I don't I don't <laughs> think it's fair. I mean I think you just haven't found the right one if it doesn't sound good yet. That's right. how I feel.
0: Yeah, yeah. They they exist. They're probably out there. But um but yeah, so that does it for the clips. Now let's move on to just general speculation. Um what do you guys Hope to see in the season. What do you hope to not see? Is there anything in particular that you're just like? Can we? I I don't want to touch this. I don't want to. Is there any kind of fears that you have coming into the season of where the show is going to go? Hmm. John.
2: Um. I okay. I'll I'll say that what I hope to see is uh compared to season one, I'd like to see a, a much higher average level of energy for each episode. My biggest hang up for season one was like we had a really strong first two, really strong two part of our start and we had a really good five episode ender. And I felt the middle kind of lagged a little bit like it just it was just more about, you know, going to see a princess convincing them to join the rebellion, blah, 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 blah. It's like and repeat five times. I I, I think if we I think having a little bit more energy, a little bit more energy, maybe a little bit more battle scenes, more sort of us v horde more ethereum v horde action going on which i think we are going to get there was a tweet that said was it best friend squad goes to war i'm like okay this uh, this sounds promising we are get more of that one v one interactions a lot more action scenes going i want to see i want to see that because i think season two is a good time to bust that out what i hope not to see is Katra joining ethereum at the end of season two okay. i don't i don't i want Katra to have a night i want Katra to stay primarily a villain through this season i don't want her to flip to the other side even though i fully believe that she will by the end so i want i I want her to remain the the adora's foil i want there to be really good sort of interactions between the two of them now as much more hardened enemies than you know catra's kind catra kind of sort of helping adora kind of sort of open the horde i want there to be like more conflict i don't want it to be resolved too too quickly
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Do any of you think that there will be any kind of changes in allegiances this season? Like, it doesn't have to be necessarily Catra, but anyone do you think will flip to one side or the other?
1: Well, I think like, Trapped is going to have to pick a side this season, right? right for sure. Either she's going to stay where she is or she's going to go back. But I can't imagine she would comfortably be able to go back. So I feel like that's, that might cause a shift too for the rest of the princesses. Um, cause she's like a force to be reckoned with. And yeah, she is. I don't know.
2: I would, yeah. I I think a trap. It could be could could be convinced to change back because we saw because we saw that you know because we saw that she is valuable. She knows technology, and they do want her aboard. They just didn't think she was alive. Lot, think she was alive. Yeah. I think um this is gonna sound like a bit of a wild card. Kyle will come come on side.
0: Poor Kyle. Like <laughs> the poor kid is just trying his best and doing what he's told, and he still gets yelled at. This poor kid. Um. But, but yeah, I could see one of the, the kind of uh, lower level kind of, I don't want to call them minions, but you know, lower level soldiers (laughs) of the horde. He,
2: he, He doesn't get a pat on the head. He doesn't get told he does a good job. He probably hasn't had a raise since he was like three. So, you know, benefits of joining the benefits of joining the rebellion, you actually get treated not like dirt.
0: I mean, granted, if there were ever a moment that he was gonna switch, it was when he was talking to Bo and True. Bo was taken hostage. So maybe, maybe just
1: seeing Bo again would be enough
2: though. Maybe. Be like, Oh hey,
1: it's my friend Bo's yeah. like oh, oh yeah. Do you wanna come Join over us?
2: here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and, and Bo would just be like that's that's great. Um you know what you could do? You can go you can go take this bow and you could put it on that shelf. Can you do that for me? <laughs>
0: Um, okay, but do you guys, okay, do you guys think that we're gonna see Bo's dads this season, or no? I
1: hope so. I feel okay. like he'll at least bring them up, right? Probably.
0: I mean, that, that would be ideal. I don't know if we're gonna see them, but if he brings up, if he just says my dads, then I'm just, I'll be happy.
2: I, we I have- just, I, like, I, I, I said this in November, my one wish is that one of his dads looks like the Bo from the 80s version of the, of the show, just oh, because.
0: that could be funny.
2: Like, the, the, the what, like, the. You know, the very ginger mustache, the flaming hair, and the big bill. That would be, I'd be like, if she does that, I will be a very happy little gopher.
0: That would be really cool. That would be awesome. Um, Do you guys think that uh, we're going to continue on with Adora's kind of identity crisis of, like, who is she versus, like, who is she? Where does she end and Shira begin? Or do you think we're going to see more of, like... Are we going to get more of a Doors backstory in these like batch of episodes? Or do you think that's going to still be like kind of this like mystery that's going to we're not going to touch upon it just yet?
1: I feel like they got it. I mean, I would hate to hold that from the end because I feel like it'd be more interesting if the sooner she figured out, you know, where she came from, how that's going to affect her choices. Because I want right. to see those choices be made and see the consequences of those choices. So I would hope that she figures it out by the end of the season, at least. Mm. Right, right.
2: Um, totally. I, I like, I, the big thing for me is I would like to, because one of my main, one of my theories with Adora is she wasn't adopted. She was kidnapped. Like I do. Mm-hmm. I want to find out. I was like, cause for me, the big thing uh, the big, one of the big hitches I have is why Adora specifically, like why specifically, why is she specifically She-Ra now in the original show? We know why he's, she is, he man's twin sister from that planet, all that, but But that's not in play right now. So what is so special about Adora that made her – that made the sword call to her? Because we still don't really have that yet, and I wonder if we're going to get that this time around.
0: Right. I mean – but here's the thing. Like, okay, for one, you – do you guys think Adora's parents are alive? Like, you think they're alive?
1: Mm, possible. Uh, I mean, maybe, I neither. Mean, either they don't know she's alive or. Right. Yeah, because like, they look for her.
0: I mean, if she was kidnapped, that means that if she wasn't an orphan, she was kidnapped. That means that maybe they're still mm. alive.
2: Maybe. Um, Again, the reason why I'm saying was she kidnapped is because that was what it was like in the original show, and I gotcha. Okay, that's why. Well, it's because I think it it was. It was like it was described. I think it was the first minute of the first episode. I and I can totally see that working here if played the right way. Even though, even though they're even though they're not, even though she, it's clear they're not hemming totally to the original canon, which is completely fine. In fact, I actually like the fact they're not doing that. But I still, I'm still holding out that that is a possible explanation as to why she as to A, what, how she came toward, and B, why why she's specifically destined for She-Ra, because it's a bit weird for someone who is just, you know, a regular Horde member to have this very specific calling.
0: I mean, it is also weird that she goes for the honor of Skull, and Skull is the name of, like, you know, and, and we family don't, and all yeah, that. We don't, we don't know that, but I mean— We don't
2: know what Skull is yet, and I don't think that cultural osmosis is enough to carry that one out, so I think they have to right. explain that.
0: Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, the last kind of really big thing that I got from, like, the panel and stuff is that we're going to see, like, Glimmer and Frosta kind of strike up a friendship of sorts. Are you excited about that? Are you excited to see, to get to know Frosta now that she's actually allowing herself to become involved with the group?
2: Uh... Frost of becoming like a have movie. friends yeah like yeah
0: have friends like actually show a personality she's now not <laughs> yeah. she's now not just the queen she's allowed to be well princess now she's allowed to be um a person mm. now she's she's because apparently like she, they're going a very interesting take where she's gonna be like glimmer's number one fan like that's uh-huh. gonna be that's the shift and i'm just like i didn't know i don't think that was established at all in season
1: one. No! <laughs> but she was only in, like, one point, a fraction episode. Right, so exactly. There. So
0: she was barely in it. So I'm just like, oh, that's going to be interesting. Like, I thought she was going to be, like, very, like, the stuck-up kid who thinks she's
1: better than everybody else. But no, what she's going to be she is. Yeah, she is. She, she's the I mean, Glimmer's the exception, and then she just melts around only Glimmer. That would
0: be the best. Oh, that would be awesome. That would um, be it'd be
2: quite it'd be quite the interesting pairing for sure.
0: Okay, okay. Um, well, do you do you wanna get into shipping? Do you wanna like talk about okay? Cause look, something in WonderCon, two things happen what? that are very conflicting for me in terms of Catradora. So, one was, you know, when like someone like in the crowd suggested like the wedding, that Catrador should have a wedding and the, that Noelle should put in the show, all Noelle does is just sip her water in a very obvious way. She just like, oh, like, I'm like, just, like,
2: like, no, like Miss Stevenson is kind going of to, weapon? is going to said that, is going just to outright say that at a con. <laughs>
0: no, I know, but like, it's funny how she, instead of just like laughing it off, she literally like opens her water and just like sips it as if it's like, I'm aware of what you think. I don't know. But then also, in contrast against it, um, I saw AJ Mashaka's WonderCon interview, like something she did after the panel. I don't know if it was after or before the panel. um, And she like called Adora and Ketra like sisters and she compared it to her relationship with her sister. Hmm. So I was just like... <laughs> well, that kind of ruins the ship
2: a little well, bit. <laughs> well, here's here's the thing. This is why I don't think very highly of the Capturedora ship is because of that sister element that was in their relationship. They've known each other since they were kids. They are practically sisters. So I could see why AJ, AJ would, uh, Miss Bishalka would say that. Um, but that's That definitely hinders it for me because I feel like it's like, you know each other too well at this point. Mm-hmm. So it's like, now I get it. No- Noelle's not going to say one way or the other and totally... <laughs> completely uh fine that's totally completely fine i'm not i don't think i i don't believe we're going to get any sort of confirmation on that ship this season if it happens maybe it's going to be season four but even then i'm if if i had if i was going to if i was going to the shipping casino i wouldn't be putting too much money down on this one
0: which one would you be putting money down on
2: (sighs) i walked right into that one um hmm let's see i still i i still like glimmer and bow uh, Glimmer and Adora is po- I, I put Glimmer and Adora in second place, and in th- and yeah I'll I'll stick with those two for now. Uh, Glimmer and Adora or Glimmer and Bo. I think I still so like. Glimmer, Glim-
0: you think Glimmer's going to be the one the the character that's going <laughs> to be the in romance?
1: Some chip, yeah. She's Quite... the
0: romance the romance angle. If there's a romance angle on this show, She's it's going it. to come from Glimmer.
2: <laughs> I, I I think so. Yeah. I like I I would I think it's going to be that way. And honestly, if it's Glimmer and Adora. That's great. If it's Glimmer and Bow, great too. It's I, it's weird. I don't really think about the ships in the show that much. I guess well, Scorpion Capture, I guess we can add that to the pile too. But um but it's it's just like I like the relationships right now. I'm I'm sort of I want to be a little bit more reserved when it comes to like the sort of romance things. I feel like there's still a lot more to get through before we can before I feel like they start to really coalesce. But those two Glimmer and Bow and Glimmer and Adora, I do like.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Michelle, is there any kind of ship that you're like looking forward to seeing development on or do you expect anything (sighs) from or do you or you hope to see something from in the in these episodes
1: i don't know and i think i've been trying to not listen to any confirmations just because like (laughs) all the things i ship have problems and i want to see the characters work through those problems before they actually get together right i mean even Glimadora, like I feel like if that really was gonna be a thing, they wanted to start seeding. We need to see them have more one-on-one interactions. We need to see right. them get deeper with each other and build that trust and become more of a unit. Because Glimmer and Bo have so much history because they've been each other's lives so much longer, and Adora has barely scratched the surface of that for both of them. Right. So, like even that one where it's still like very positive, I feel like I wouldn't like believe it. At this point in time, because they haven't spent that much time together, part of me has. I mean, Cador is just very interesting, but right. I don't necessarily want to see them become more romantic this season. I want to see them both have these like external influences pushing them to both be li- like leaders on opposite ends of the scales. Yeah. I want to see Adora and Catcher both just like grow into their their leadership roles at opposite ends of this feud and how that's going to exacerbate their tenuous relationship from the first season and maybe destroy it entirely and then see them as actual legitimate brutal enemies knowing that they were friends before making that all the more sad and tragic like i kind of love that and i'd love to see that because it's just good television right and Mm. sometimes like you do love someone, maybe as a sibling, maybe as more, but, like, you're never going to figure that out because circumstances change, and you're changed forever. And right. it's a life lesson. Food for thought. So, like yeah i mean and again like i, I love scorpion catra but again like scorpio like loves her and she doesn't really think scorpio is that smart or like catra, catra right. would just like, not. yeah so like i'm not sure that's like the best right now either but if Katra happened to open up to her more and they get more time together same with glimmer and dora like that could change in a heartbeat and i love to right. see that happen so people just need to put in the work and I'll ship it all. Okay. okay. Yeah. All
0: right. But do you, do, do you think we'll get any seeds of a
1: romance in I'm this right. patch? I'm, I'm sure we're going to get a little more something-something okay. with Catherine and Dora. At least in terms of visual framing, if nothing else. Okay. It's going to be there. And we're going to... I mean, we've already seen Scorpio, like, like, gushing so much. Right. Like, we just going to be just super gay and super excited about <laughs> her, like... <laughs> very invested fake relationship with catra okay which is kind of glorious and like maybe glimmer stuff like maybe i don't know i i mean i wouldn't be entirely surprised but i might be a little surprised but still be nice so it may be some nice person for Bo. not that he like needs someone to complete him but i'd like to see him happy and and to meet
2: people that he likes totally
0: totally um okay so i guess oh, we will Bo and,
2: Bo and perfuma that's another one i was th- oh that's another one that could happen
0: yeah also yeah. Bo calls her fuma so that's cute yeah <laughs> fast and <safe>. yeah fuma <laughs> so but um yeah but let's um end this talk by doing a little exercise so, Noelle Stevenson, she um, tweeted out this, like, very, this list of, like, emojis in a tweet describing something she was working on or describing an episode that was going to happen. I don't know if it's an episode that's dropping in this batch or not, but she basically, it, it's just a bunch of tweets. And I was just wondering if either of you could crack what it is that she's doing. Like, what is it that she tweeted? just based on the emoji- emojis that she expressed. it's
1: a lot of emojis. Like, this <laughs> shrimp one has me it's dumped Scorpia. already. No, there's a scorpion after that by the yeah, wizard there is. one. So it can't okay. be shrimp. That's what's so, confusing okay. me. Okay, it must be, like, food. They ate something bad, maybe okay, poisonous. Okay, and it made them sick. Catra's and it made them angry. Sick. Catra's upset. There's magic wizard, and Scorpia does yeah. a lightning Okay,
0: bow, bow, bo.
1: Sonic's in there. Sonic, boom,
2: b- maybe that...
1: Sonic Arrow.
2: Bow launches a lightning Sonic Arrow and, and becomes
1: then maybe Shira Fire. Shira sacrifices herself and she's sad. And then, <laughs> or someone and else is sad. Maybe,
2: something goes. Bo? Bo- something
1: goes. Boom. Something goes. Boom. People are sad again. Like, oh no! And then there's Mystic a... Ball dancing. So then there's an agreement made over magic. Seance dance.
2: There's a there's some defense, and, yeah, uh,
1: and then love and friendship and gay, gay love
2: friendship. See,
0: but is it gay or is it just the princesses uniting like it did in the finale?
2: It, I mean, if you compare it, I to don't the know, be- maybe it, they build a giant rainbow bean party plants or something because there's a beanstalk I after think, that, there's a little party thing.
1: I think it could like be gay because all gay, but not like gay romance. No, but listen.
0: It could be gay romance because it would be the heart, the rainbow, and then they're planting the seeds of the gay romance. Wow, are uh, just planting the seeds of revolution? And they have a party, plant party. It all ends in a party, and I just want to know if if the I just want to know who who is the one celebrating? Is it? the horde that's celebrating or is it is it is it and the princesses. a
1: rainbow i'm pretty sure it's not the horde who's celebrating right. it's gotta be
0: it's gotta be the princesses
2: yeah okay it, it could be like uh i don't know it's like i read the first three and i was like okay we learned catra's allergic to shrimp that's how i read the first three <laughs> like that because that's a major plot point uh, some dude does magic i got scorpia shoots lightning bow sonic booms becomes a Luchador or something—I don't know. I
1: think it's Shira though, because it I looks think, like oh, yeah, okay. ra the hero. <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay, so Bo is not a luchador. Great. Um, something catches, something catches on fire and makes people sad. And there's a bomb. There's sadness. There's yet. An- there's gonna be yet another dance. We get to see somebody in a dress. There's probably gonna be someone in a suit too, so that'll please some people. There's a handshake. They play Dungeons and Dragons, and someone grows a plant. I—I I don't know, uh, though. One thing I did notice: there's 23 emojis, and episodes 23 minutes long. So what if each emoji corresponds to ah, one minute?
0: That's, oh man! Oh, I didn't even realize that. Oh, I'm gonna be uh, that—that's I'm gonna have <laughs> that like on my phone while I watch, and I'm just gonna wait and see like who's the shrimp. Oh my god! What if Kyle's <laughs> the shrimp? Kyle's the shrimp. Kyle's the shrimp.
2: That, that poor boy.
0: He's gonna get sick, and then Ketra's gonna fire him. And then someone's gonna like
2: Turn him in turn him into turn a Turn him
0: into Merlin and then Scorpio's <laughs> gonna be like, gee whiz, you're cool now. And then electricity, I don't know, it's gonna have a thunderstorm and then it's like cut to bow, um, yelling at Shira to like get it
1: together and save a burning town. Um <laughs> I don't know.
2: It was like what's the demon purple devil thing about?
1: I think Hordak? that's Kordak probably. Oh, maybe. He's going to do up. something. He's going to explode in anger. He's <laughs> going to blow up all all the gems, st- stones. I don't <laughs> know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we tried. We tried. Um, if anyone has any um, theories of what this, of if anyone wants to take a crack at this tweet, like let us know what you think, whether it's on our Discord, on our Twitter, on, on YouTube comment, whatever it is, let us know. Um, but yeah I think that does it for this podcast you can find out all the info on this podcast at overlyanimated.com you can join us on discord to text chat about animation at overlyanimated.com slash discord support us via patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated thanks to our to all our current patrons especially our patron of the podcast Shin aka Shingeki no Kyojin and thanks as always to our Patreon executive producers John, Ryan, Steve Alex, Beatrice and Hugh thanks for listening guys we'll see you next time Bye. bye
2: Take care.